Welcome to another episode of No Parachute, where you get an ordinary dude's meditation on the daily readings. Today is March 3rd, 2020, Tuesday of the fifth of the first week in Lent. Uh, I think some of us wish it was the fifth week of Lent. Tuesday of the first week of Lent. First reading is Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, pretty short. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 34, verses 4 through 7, and then 16 through 19, with the response being from 18b. And then the verse before the gospel is Matthew 4, 4b, verse 4b. And then the gospel, Matthew chapter 6, 7 through 15. I think all of us know this one pretty well. So the first reading, thus says the Lord, just as the heavens, just as from the heavens, the rain and snow come down and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to those who sow and bread to those who eat. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. Uh, I love this, and I read the whole thing because it's so short, but I love this because in the light of the gospel, this is beautiful, right? This is Christ saying, I am the vine and you are the branches. This is uh, the parable of the sower where how we receive the word and how we allow outside forces to affect the word within us allows that the word to return to the Lord and not be void. Right. So I, I also think of like St. Faustina and how the Lord at times in her diary almost rebukes her and says, stop giving me these excuses. Stop telling me what I can and can't do in your life. Start receiving my word deep into your soul and letting that affect you and your actions and how you affect the outside world and let that be the effect right that it the effect of the world or to the world is mostly a one-way street either we can let it affect us or we can affect the world and what christ is saying and what god is saying through the prophet isaiah here is that if you receive my word if if the word is planted in fertile ground then you can then go out and affect the world for me, for change, for, uh, you know, the, the Great Commission, right? Go out and make disciples of all nations. You can go and affect the world. And I think this is one of the pieces that the saints got that really until right now I had not really understood is that it's a one-way street. Either you can receive the information from the world and make your judgments upon it, or you can receive the word of God and make your judgment upon the world. So that's going to be my prayer for today. I already know that that's strong coming into a Tuesday. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 34, from their distress, God, from all their distress, God rescues the just. There's only a couple um verses i want to highlight here look to him 
that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. This is like Moses coming down from the mountain after receiving the Ten Commandments and, and conversing with the Lord. That we may look to the Lord, that we may be radiant with joy. So this is another uh, aspect of the one-way street on the effect of the world. <clears throat> is if we're, we're looking at, at Christ, uh, the beautiful part about being Catholic is we have so many ways to look upon the face of the Lord. We have... Uh, him and his scripture to get to know him, get to know the way he reacts to certain situations, uh, right? Because there's there's different ways to know people. Uh, we get to know the way they react to things. And, and I like to say that I can <clears throat> pretty much predict how my wife will react to almost any situation or any uh, response. She still surprises me, but uh, that's one way I know her. Right. And then I know her face, her, her physical face. And we get to see that and receive that in the Eucharist. We get to see the forgiveness and kindness of the Lord in reconciliation. We get to feel his mercy and, and really his grace in the Eucharist. Right? As we receive him body, blood, soul, and divinity, we get to see his divinity. And it's all these different ways as Catholics that we get to look upon the Lord that if that's the way that we orient throughout our day, that we will be radiant with joy. It's It's a beautiful uh way to say you know that that we must pray always but in that we must get deep in prayer as well and and this goes into the verse before the gospel matthew 4 uh that we we got i think a little bit on ash wednesday uh, it says, one does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God, right? This is when Jesus is being tempted in the, in the desert by the devil. But if we apply that to the context for which we're reading these readings today, one does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. This is that orientation towards the world that starts with Christ for us to affect the world, right? If we don't put our emphasis on the food we eat, the clothes we wear, the car we drive, et cetera, et cetera. And we put it on the word that comes forth from the mouth of God, then none of that stuff matters. In the gospel, Matthew six, verses seven through 15, Jesus said to his disciples, in praying, do not babble like the pagans who think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. So I've heard this thrown back at me as a Catholic with, well, you know, all those great little rosary beads that <laughs> as rosary rattlers, you know, we're just babbling like the pagans. But if you think about who the pagans prayed to, they had, I'll just go to the Greeks, right? 
Zeus and Ares and Hercules and um, if they needed something, they would go to a certain god and then maybe that that god to a bigger god or adjacent god or what, and they would just babble and think they'd be heard because of their many words, right? Because they don't have they didn't have a god that loved them. They had a god that heard them if you know the, they said enough or they did enough. Right. This is the God loves me because I do this, because I pray a lot, because I receive this. Right. In in a Catholic worldview, God loves me because I do all of this. That's the praying like the pagans do. He says, this is is how you are to pray. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So it's a recognition that God is. God that he he is who he says he is that uh, his name is to be worshipped by all times and all people thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven I, when I read this part of the Our Father I always think on earth as in me as it is in heaven let your will Lord be done in me as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, right? Please for, please uh, provide us our needs and forgive us our wrongs. So my prayer today, like I said, going back to the first reading, is that we may go back to the inner room, that we may let the word of God through prayer, through uh sacraments through reading his word that we may become fertile soil so that we can go out and we shall we won't return to the lord void and that we shall do his will achieving the end for which he sends us that we may go do his will in our life we pray all these things lord jesus in your holy and precious name amen